How's it going, everybody? I am Luke, and I am joined once more by Joe for the second episode of the fourth season of the Charging Buffalo podcast. Joe, it's another Monday. It's another Bills Victory Monday. But we're talking hockey. But we're talking hockey. We're talking hockey. I got, I got, I got Bill's socks on today. But uh, and but hey, very I, nice Bill's. Socks I've got my producer. Hat. Thank you. I've got my producer hat on though. I, I was gonna wear it last week, so hopefully, uh, you know, this is the hat that gets the hot takes flowing, and we're gonna have some hot takes. We got some bold predictions coming up for you in this episode. Get comfy there, Joe. That's right. Roll up the comfy seat. We got some bold predictions for you uh, on this episode of the Charge Buffalo Podcast. Got a new segment as well. We have uh, Suburban Hockey Dad of the Week, um, and of course, Booty Cheek, the Booty Cheek of the, of week. the week. And Absolutely. all of this is presented to you by our good friends. At Justition Hockey at justitionhockey.com. You can find a ton of modern designed sabers inspired hockey and Buffalo merchandise. That is justitionhockey.com. Use the code TCB at checkout for 10% off any order. Now, Booty Cheek of the Week, right off the, right, we're going to go right off the gun. Booty Cheek right of the Week. Right off the gun. Booty right Cheek the gun. of the Week. Let's go. The Booty Cheek of the Week, folks, is none other than than Mitch Marner. Congrats on getting paid, young man. Young man, he's older than us. But 10.8. 8.93 yeah, or something. 10.893 over six years. Mitch, you played yourself, my friend. Okay? Uh, you spend all this time. You you want more money than Mitch Marner. And uh, not, I'm sorry. Austin Matthews. I always do that. Uh, you want more money than Austin Matthews? Well, pal, you caved, okay? You caved to the organization. You are a slave now, okay? Uh, no you... movement clause in the last two years of the contract. Yep, you gave in. You gave in. You could have stuck it to the man, and uh, nope, all the power was in your hands, and you <clears throat> caved, kid. And signing bonuses, a $15 million signing bonus this year, $14.3 million next year. So most of this contract is all in bonuses, not actual salary. Yep. So you're actually His playing con- for throughout peanuts. the direct duration of the contract. He is getting sixty point nine five eight million dollars. That's stupid. Just all in signing bonuses, and then in salary, he's getting paid seven hundred thousand to seven hundred fifty thousand per year. Do the bonuses count against the cap? Uh, well, it just that's what his cap hit is comprised of. So okay. his contract is basically buyout proof. Which, not like they were going to buy him out anyways, but yes. Yep, uh, Mitch, not a good business decision. In the leaps, it, I think it was revealed that they offered him $11 million per year at one point. So he, a little less. He played but, himself. But still, he he's going to get how much money? In all seriousness, I think Austin Matthews is a better player. But, I agree. <laughs> you but know, but, Because uh, of this whole contract negotiation, Marner has been a little overhyped. But still... Uh, Marner's going to get $29 million over the next two years. July 1st, is going to collect a $15 million signing bonus, not a $14 million signing bonus. So he's going to be living the good life, Mitch Marner. And revealed today by Marner's agent, <clears throat> Darren Ferris, I believe, I believe his name is, that Marner was presented with two offer sheets. One by the Columbus Blue Jackets and one by the Minnesota Wild. Mm. Now, Blue Jackets make sense. They lost Artemi Panarin and Sergei Bobrovsky. They have a ton of cap space. 
Yeah, why not go after Mitch Marner if you're Yarmo Kikalainen in the Columbus Blue Jackets? It made sense. Uh, they are in win-now mode. Why not go for the offer sheet? But yeah, Marner, he wanted to be a Maple Leaf at the end of the day. Now, the Minnesota Wild just do not make sense whatsoever. They just went out and signed, well, throughout the season under Paul Fenton. They were kind of more in a rebuild on the fly mode. And they went out and signed Matt Zuccarello to a ridiculous contract. And then they were like, you know what? Why not? Let's sign Mitch Marner. And if I'm Mitch Marner, why would I go from Toronto to Minnesota? Didn't make sense. So Some dogs just never learn. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe that's why Fenton was fired at the end of the day. I'm surprised how tapped in Michael Russo is to the to the Wild organization mm-hmm. didn't reveal that the Wild were they tried to sign Marner to an offer sheet. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised to hear that the Islanders never. Yeah, I was hoping you tried. were going to say the New York Islanders when I was surprised. I really thought that Lou was going to try and pull something on the Leafs after they pried Tavares away, but I don't know. No, I think maybe maybe the the the, the bitterness has went away died down yeah they had a good season i don't i think the isles are gonna be bo- booty cheeks mm. this year yeah i i think they're gonna fall off mm-hmm. especially they don't have leonard i, don't, I think varlamov is much worse than leonard as well so they have mitch corn <laughs> but we have the goalie whisperer now like apparently apparently we do uh mike bales yeah. the new sabers goalie coach it was so weird hearing ralph Kruger in that press conference the other day say like he's not gonna work with the goalies that's mike bale's job now it's like ooh, andrew allen isn't here anymore mm-hmm. something different he was here for a while andrew i didn't mm-hmm. mind andrew allen watching him coach the goalies at development camp he seemed like a smart guy but it's definitely time to get a new voice in that room mm-hmm. after he was here during dan bilesman's days here as well so mm-hmm. again why not new ways of doing things why not make a change mm-hmm. you know right okay Changing, changing gears here. Sabres preseason hockey oh, yes. starts tonight. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that they were playing tonight. I thought their first preseason game was on Saturday I, uh, against the Maple Leafs at home, but they're in Penn State today to take on the Pittsburgh Penguins. I'm I'm not even excited. Like, one, I, it's not on TV. Yeah, it's not on TV, and you can only watch the MSG stream if you don't live in Buffalo. I'm almost positive. So so there is a stream, though, there? is there? a stream. I'm almost positive that there is a stream, but you can't watch it if you are in Buffalo. Oh, just go on Reddit and find yeah, NHL I'm sure streams. And... There will be something. Folks, there's ways to circumvent this. Yeah. Okay, you can get around it. Now, Don't Buffalo, worry. they're bringing a much better lineup than mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. I'll go over Pittsburgh's roster. So in goal, they have Casey DeSmith and Tristan Jerry mm-hmm. on defense. Kalen Addison, Kevin Zuckman, I believe. Jack Johnson, uh, Joseph, oh P- Pierre Olivier Joseph, oh John Marino, Yuso Ricola, John Chad Marino. Chad Ruedel, yes, no relation no to relation. me. Uh, forwards: Andrew Agozino, Zach Aston Reese, Teddy Bluger, Ryan Haggerty, huh. uh, Adam Johnson, maybe uh, Lafferty, Nathan Legere, Sam Militic, uh, Palve. Samuel Poulin, Brian Rust, and Dominic Simone. The so, blue guy, Teddy Bluger. So there's not really... The blue meanie. Not really much star power whatsoever in, in this Pittsburgh Penguins 
game. Now I'm going to go over the Sabres roster. I can't find anything about it. Uh, I have it right here. Okay. Here we go. All right. So top line, Jimmy Vesey, Jack Eichel, oh. Connor Sherry. Oh, Should be interesting. What are we trying to prove? Should be interesting. It's in a college <laughs> arena. <laughs> uh, Jeff Skinner, Evan Rodriguez, Curtis Lazar, Remy Ellie, Dylan Cousins, Tage Thompson, Gergensons, Larson, Ogilvy mm. at forward. What do you think about the forward lines? That looks like a Phil Housley lineup to me. Kind of, yes. That's what he would say. Oh, well, we're going to trot this out there. We're going to have a good game. <laughs> I'm intrigued by the top line of EZ, Eichel, and Sherry. Very yeah. intrigued. That's a good one. Because I'm all for when the season starts. I, I like Skinner with Eichel, but spreading the wealth might be a good idea. You here. got the BU boys on the top line. Mm-hmm. Why is well, Skinner playing? Well, BZ was a Harvard guy, but Hockey East at that. Oh, but, uh, oh wait. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh. Rodriguez was, was a BU boy. Yeah. But, yeah, I think Sherry played well at times when he was with Eichel last year. And I think because I think because the VZ trade just doesn't make sense if you're going under the assumption this guy's just a depth piece. They must have. They must think, okay, we get this guy, we put him with Eichel, he's going to succeed. Mm-hmm. That's the only. They must have a vision where VC is going to be in the top six. I could care less about watching Eichel and I and Skinner and I. I want to see Ogilvy and Lazar. I want to see. I'm I want to see Cousins. Too bad we can't see it, but I want to see him success. I hope Cousins makes the team. Yoki I hope they give Hardy. him a look. I don't think we're going to get to the defense in a second, but Ogilvy, he's a sleeper pick. I would not be surprised if he makes the team. I think Ogilvy, he struggled with concussions last year. He was impressive in training camp last year too. And I've been a big fan of him going back to his days at Notre Dame. He's a good player. I'm excited to see him play, but it's a shame that he's with Gergensons and Larson. This is actually a good like this is a this could be an NHL lineup at some point in the mm-hmm. season with injuries or yeah, exactly something happens. Mm-hmm. It, it I don't know maybe because I would I would weird. prefer to maybe put Gergensons with Cousins and Thompson instead of Remyali get a little more speed on that lineup but i'm really intrigued by that top line of easy eichel and sherry i know mm-hmm. people are gonna be like ah eichel needs better wingers but you got two faster guys who have shown in the past ability to score and maybe this is kind of like a Sidney crosby type of thing where you can just put anyone on eichel's wings and they're gonna succeed there's a game tomorrow correct I think so. In Columbus, yeah, is it? Yeah, Columbus. Columbus. Okay, so I'm assuming I, it's going to be the other group. Reinhardt, Johansson will be there. Middlestat. Middlestat will be there. Uh, much worse defense as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think... Well, Scandell is with this group. How much yeah, worse can we get? Uh, well, might as well segue to the defensemen now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rasmus Delin, Henry Yokiharyu. Huh? Top pair. That's going to be fun. Is that like not I, the dream? I really want Yokiharyu to make the team. Mm-hmm. He has to make the team. Uh, Marco Scandell and Colin Miller... And John Gilmore and Casey Nelson. Interesting. Uh, Carter Houghton and Jonas Johansson between the pipes. So I'm intrigued by Skinner with Rodriguez. Because if you... It, these are preseason line combinations. They don't really mean that much. But you would think that oh, they're probably going to give some guys different looks. They're, there's going to be games where Skinner's with Eichel. He's going to be without Eichel. Yeah. I want to see them spread the wealth. I think Skinner is going to be able to score goals no matter who he's with. He's done that in the past in Carolina, playing with Victor Rask and Jordan Stahl. He's going to be able to score 
anywhere. And, of course, he's going to be on the power play with Eichel, too. So he's still going to be able to find the back of the net, whether he's playing with Evan Rodriguez, Casey Middlestat, or Jack Eichel. Skinner's been on, that's been the line throughout the first days of camp, too, right? Mm-hmm. It's been Lazard. Yeah, these have all, these yeah. have been the lines all the way through. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I'm a big believer in spreading the wealth because they, Bottrell always says this, they relied way too heavily on Eichel, Skinner, and Reinhardt, and it's important. Maybe even spread them out on all three lines. Have Eichel on the top line, maybe Skinner on the second, Reinhardt on the third, whichever way you shake it, because then have them in pairs. You're going to have Eichel with Sherry and VZ, for example. That could be your top line. Your second line, you're going to have Middlestat paired with one of Skinner or Reinhardt. I would prefer Middlestat with a guy like Skinner over Reinhardt, maybe, but it probably doesn't matter. I think Middlestat's going to have good chemistry with both of them. And then third line, maybe you got Rodriguez with Reinhardt. I'm, I'm pretty. They, I feel like Reinhardt has played with Rodriguez in the past, but I don't really remember or not. But that's besides the point. Spread the wealth. Spread the wealth. And I think having a really, really good, talented player like Skinner and Reinhardt on the second and third lines, that's going to boost the production of guys like Rodriguez, Middlestat, uh, Johansson even. And then having your kind of 15, 20-ish goal scorers and Sherry and Beasy on Eichel's wings, that's going to elevate them. So, And both those guys are pending unrestricted free agents. They're in a contract year, mm-hmm. so they're going to – naturally play better to try and earn that payday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do whatever I can to find a stream of this game. I just I don't I've never watched Curtis Lazar. I don't know what kind of player exactly he, he is. The most I've ever watched of Curtis Lazar was Team Canada. The same he was the captain of Team Canada the year where it was Reinhardt, McDavid, Domi, Duclair. It was a really big year. They won gold medal that year. And Curtis Lazar was a very hyped up prospect Mm -hmm. and Tim he was the last Tim Murray draft pick in Ottawa first round (laughs) so I I think I said last week last week uh sleeper pick to make my sleeper pick to make the team was Curtis Lazar uh they're putting him on the second line so maybe they're envisioning him making the roster who knows and Ralph Kruger has said many times uh if a guy earns a spot they're going to be on the team Bottrell said they're not afraid to waive one one way deals, NHL veterans. So if Lazar comes out, makes the team, he's gonna make the team. And I don't think I'm if Lazar does make the team, uh, was he I'm out not of all the, he was in he actually I think believe he requested to be in the minors last huh. year, which seems kind of strange. That's good but character I guess it, thing. it does show good character. Shows good Lazar character. has he's been well highly touted for having good character. Mm-hmm. Throughout his young NHL career, drafted in 2013. Yeah, 2013. So he's still a young player, but let's see what he can do. I believe he's an RFA at the end of the year, too. Yeah. So yeah. they can get him in here. I'm going to try and bring up the line combos for the other squad. I just got to find it really okay. quick. Well, he's here now, he's ours. So, okay, here we go. So the other squad, it's looking like C.J. Smith, Casey Middlestat, Sam Reinhart, uh, Marcus Johansson, Rasmus Aslan, Victor Olofsson, Matej Picard, Vladimir Saboka, Kyle Poso, Scott Wilson, R2 Rootsaline, and playing center, and J.S.D.A. Uh, 
I heard from a couple guys that Saboka was actually doing playing very well in practice. Yeah, so it's practice. It's practice, yes. But it just seemed like Saboka was just lazy last year. If you remember, and now I I don't want Saboka on the team. It's better if he's gone, give an opportunity to a younger guy. But his last year in St. Louis, he had 30 points, which is good. So if he can get back to that form, that's a good fourth-line center. And remember... Remember the 2010 series against Boston? Yes. Saboka was, I remember watching highlights. I was thinking, like, wow, where is this guy now? Saboka was really good then. So if he can get back to that kind of form, which I don't think he can. He's in his 30s now. He's getting up there. He's definitely past his prime already. But if they can get that Vladimir Saboka, people are going to like him. But that Vladimir Saboka was absent last year. Well, remember what he would say about Phil Housley? Yeah, his role he, was not offense. His role clearly, was to play defense. Clearly not a fan of Phil Housley. So maybe he embraces Ralph Kruger and can be better. So let's hope. And if he does make a team, he makes a team. Hopefully mm-hmm. he does well. And if he doesn't play well, send him to Siberia. It's fine. <laughs> On defense, Jake McCabe, Will Borgen. Uh, Nelson is actually playing with this group, but Ristolainen is going to be playing with this group, I believe. He was practicing with the group that's playing in tonight's game earlier, but now it looks like he's going to be playing in the other group because if you look at the defense on this group, it's not that great. You got the NHL regulars, McCabe and Montour. That's about it. Nelson is playing here with this group, but he's going to be playing tonight with group one. And then on the third pair, you got Brandon Hickey, Casey Fitzgerald, extra pair, Devontae Stevens, and Zach Redmond. In goal, Linus Allmark and Andrew Hammond. So those are the line combos. Uh, intrigued by C.J. Smith with Middlestat and Reinhardt. Uh, Coach Kruger said that, that he had a very good first impression with C.J. Smith, but it doesn't matter because he's going to start really evaluating during the game situations rather than the practices. It's almost here. Hockey season's here. You can. You, it's tangible. You can grab it now. Yeah, yeah. it's right there. Less How many than a days month. Away? Yeah, less than a month. Uh, the home opener is what the fifth, October fifth. Yeah, and then they're playing Pittsburgh in the first game. I think it's a couple days before mm-hmm. that. So we're we're getting there. Hockey season is almost nearly here. Here now. Without further ado, we're gonna get into some bold predictions. People yes. have been asking for it. We're gonna do some bold predictions today. We, we'll we'll go one by one. We'll we'll switch off. You okay. can go first. I'll go first. My first prediction. Okay, Uko Pekalukin plays this year. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. In yes. what circumstance what? is it going to be injury? Is it going to be he's just playing so well he's got to come up? I think injury. Injury is most likely. Okay. Mm-hmm. But looking into my crystal ball, he finds a way to play this year. I can see it, but. It's going to be late in the season because, he, again, he's not in training camp. He's still hurt, recovering from the surgery. I'm thinking around the All-Star break. I'm thinking, yeah. like, February. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All-Star break makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if there's an injury, why won't they just bring up Andrew Hammond? I feel like that's why they signed Andrew Hammond because you don't want to – they probably don't want to rush him. But it's gonna if anything, it's going to be like Carter Hart. But, again, Carter Hart – with the Flyers in the AHL, he wasn't playing that well, and they they just had a goalie crisis, and they had to bring him up, and he ended up being amazing for them mm-hmm. and almost helped them make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They just came up short. So I don't know what's going to happen. It, I think it's going to be if 
Gopak Lucan does see time in Buffalo, it's going to be because Hutton is playing like hot garbage. Allmark breaks his leg, and Hammond just can't stop a puck. That's mm-hmm. how it's going to be similar to. Which is, it could happen. It could happen. It could very well happen. I, one of the guys could get hurt. The other could be playing like garbage. And mm-hmm. what if Hammond's hurt? And then he's first guy up. So, yeah, won't be for a while, but I would definitely like to see. That's why they're bold. All right, my first bold prediction, Rasmus Dahlin, a nominee for the Norris Trophy. Oh, okay. I can see it. If the Sabres make the playoffs, if yeah. Dahlin can hit 70 points. Then it's certainly it's possible. Yeah. Definitely possible. Mm-hmm. I, is that even a bold prediction? Yeah. 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 It's a second-year player. Second year. Yeah. I mean, it's always the same three guys. It's mm-hmm. Burns, Dowdy, and Roman Yossi, Shea Weber, Giordano. Burns. Giordano. Giordano, Carlson, it's always those guys. A mixture of of those three. My second bold prediction. Rasmus Ristolainen is not traded and actually has a career year. Okay. <laughs> I You know, if this team is to make the playoffs, then I think it is contingent on him having a career year. If he's, cause he's, if he's on the second pairing. I can see it. You know, I can I, see it. Uh... Ralph Kruger, we've mm-hmm. been talking about this for weeks now. Mm-hmm. He seems very, very, very excited mm-hmm. to coach Rasmus Ristolainen. Mm-hmm. And I like giving guys the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. I like giving them the benefit of the doubt. I would like to see him mm-hmm. get a chance. If they do trade him, fine. Yep. But I can definitely see what you're predicting there, yeah. that he stays and has a it, career it, year. It, it, it kind of has to happen but if... Uh, would... Maybe he does. If Ristolainen does figure it out mm-hmm. in the defensive side of the game, mm-hmm. you're looking at a top pairing defenseman. Mm-hmm. And if you do, then what do you do? Mm-hmm. Then you're looking at an even better defense. Mm-hmm. If Kruger can fix Ristolainen, would you rather trade Ristolainen or have Kruger fix Ristolainen? I think I fix him. Definitely yeah. fix him. You but got a prototypical if guy. If you're by the deadline and you can't. He's ship him away. He's gone, and then you just trade him. Yep. And maybe he does have like 40 points by the trade deadline, 35, 40 points by the deadline. That's still got value. Mm-hmm. I think at this point he'll have more value at the deadline. Why not hold on to him, see what he can do with yeah. the new coach? Yeah. Second bold prediction from me. Yes. Sam Reinhart leads the Sabres with points oh, this season. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Each year, I'm like, okay, this is the year Reinhardt has to have the breakout year on the score sheet. Mm-hmm. 65-70 assists. Assists. Wow. He's going to – it's going to be – It's going to make 90 points. Yes. That's, I'm liking That's my these. prediction. These are like that's my rational, bold. bold predictions, yeah. you know? I Sam Reinhardt always has been that elite playmaker. Mm-hmm. Going back to junior, I think we're really going to see him start to produce on the score sheet this year. I don't know about you, but I'm saving the best for last, okay? My prediction. I, I couldn't think of a third prediction. Oh, really? No, I, oh. I cannot think of one. <laughs> Jacob Bryson and Will Borgen become a standout pair for the defense and create high expectations for the following season. All right. <laughs> they're going to be a pairing. They're going to come up, and they're going to take this team just off its feet, and everyone's going to be talking about them. Towards the end of the year, they're going to get together and be like, whoa, remember what I'm those gonna, guys did together? I'm going to think of a bad prediction, one that's going to make people Oh, sad. yeah, why do we do no bad predictions? I'm going to think of a really bad prediction. Okay. I I can think of a couple 
pessimistic mm-hmm. predictions. Mm-hmm. Jeff Skinner fails to score 20 goals for the first time in his career. Oh, Jesus. Come on now. That's Joe. He's a top 10 5-on-5 scorer. Hey, you wanted a pessimistic prediction. There's okay. a pessimistic prediction. You're right. I mean, I, I asked for it. You gave me what I asked for. Jeff Skinner fails to score 20 goals for the first time in his career. That's, that would be that would be tragic. To me, that's just blasphemy. I don't. He's a goal. Maybe scorer. it is. Maybe it is. But that's like Brad Marchand not getting so and so penalty minutes. Could you imagine though? The Buffalo would be set on fire. Yeah. Skinner has like five goals by the All Star break. Just imagine. He eight years left, nine million dollars, five goals by the All Star break. This this took a hard right, mm-hmm. hard left, whatever. How about this? Turn. How about this? Yes. Bold prediction. Okay. This, this isn't even a bold prediction. This is just a prediction. Uh, it's a reverse of last year. A reverse. We a s- horrible start, but an amazing finish that gives us hope for mm-hmm. next year. What if last year was reversed, mm-hmm. where it's a horrifyingly bad start to the year, mm-hmm. and then they ended off with a 10-game winning streak? Everyone's like, wow, we're making the playoffs. I have maybe. a real fire burn I could do right now for a bull prediction that doesn't have to do with the on-ice products, but you told me not to go there earlier today, so. Hmm. I don't even remember. About fake insiders. Oh, go for it. I don't care. Really? I don't care. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, here's my bull prediction, okay? At least one of these two guys will actually get – they'll actually report on something that happens, Okay. Sabres Buzz or Ranting Ron will actually report something that actually happens, Ralph. Okay. <laughs> Ranting Ron won't get uh, anything right because he has fake sources. Let's just say that. <laughs> all right. We uh, put it all out there right there. <laughs> yeah. you know, all right. Now we're yeah. going to get into the brand new fresh segment, mm-hmm. the Suburban Hockey Dad Take of the Week. And we wanted none other than Ike Daddy to yes. be the first participant in this new segment. Yes. If you didn't listen last week, we're asking all of you to send in any of your hot takes, mm-hmm. any of – you can be on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, scrolling through comments, just seeing – Just send us stupid takes. Like the, the, the Bills guy who said uh, you're not a real fan if you buy stuff from that store in Elmwood Village. You mm-hmm. see that? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, dork. But, yeah, if you see anything crazy, if you got any ridiculous opinions about the Sabres, about hockey, re- get a voice memo, record yourself saying it, send it in. You can send DM it, it, it you can email it to us. We'll get it on the air. Whatever. And we will put it in the episode, and we'll even put a cool effect in like you're on, on a phone call. So without further ado. Without further ado, here is Ike Daddy talking about Jack Eichel. Here's the problem with the Sabres, okay? Jack Eichel. He's okay, alright? Doesn't back check, no defensive awareness, doesn't drop the gloves with anybody. Why is this guy our captain? We need grit and toughness, and I think that Zach Bogosian should take the C from Eichel. Let him fight at training camp. You know what? Why don't we just have everybody fight, and whoever wins the fight gets to become the captain, 
and then we will have all our problems solved. That's what I'm talking about. Bring back the hardest working team in hockey, Michael Pekka. Let's go. We don't need these prima donnas like Jack Eichel. The best, the best part about that is like I didn't even pick up on the have them all fight like in a tournament to the death, world combat for the captain for the captaincy. Because I was too focused on like I don't know if that's his real voice or if he did something there. It's it's gold, but uh, no, I thought just I didn't even pick up on the whole fighting part. The fight to the death for the captaincy is hilarious. Please, people, send send us your. your we hot love takes. it. This is gold. We, we love, love it. it. Please send it in. Mm-hmm. Again, email. You can send it. You can DM it to us, voice memos. You can uh, email it to us. Whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get your participation into the show for yes. sure. You get your but participation yeah, th- points. Yeah, participation points. Thank <laughs> you, Ike Daddy, once again, our number one supporter. I uh, appreciate you, buddy. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. Anyways, we're going to get into... Some tank or bank. Yeah, wait, do we even have any topics? I don't think we came up with anything. <laughs> we don't even have any topics. We can come up with some off the fly here. Oh, but go, I want to go back to Subvert Hockey Dad. I want this thing to be like the liner line on the morning yeah. show. This is going to be fun if people actually send stuff in. But anyways, back to tank or bank. Uh, I got some stuff here. Okay. All right, tank or bank. Tank, you're going to say tank if you don't agree with it. Bank if you do agree with it. Kind of like a buy, sell, or trade yes. investigators kind of style thing. I've been doing it for a while now. Over, under. Over, under. You get it. All right. Tanker Bank, Jack Eichel, hits 90 points for the first time in his career. I'm going to bank on that one. One of my bold predictions was that Jack Eichel was going to be a 100-point scorer mm-hmm. and be in the top five of scoring. I don't right. think 100 quite yet. Maybe 92. 92. Yes. 92 would be nice. A slight cr- increase. All right. What, do you have 85 last year? Mm, 80, I don't, hold on. He was in the 80s. Let me he check. was point per game, right? Yeah. He did miss a few games, though. Right. Jack Eichel. But, Here I mean, he doesn't drop the gloves, though. No, he doesn't drop the gloves. Look at the penalty minutes. That tells the story. Jack Eichel had exactly 82 points last year in 77 games. So, boom, point per game. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay, tank or bank, mm-hmm. Rasmus Dahlin hits... 55 points. I'm going to bank on that one, too. I am also going to bank on it. I think 55 is a good over-under for Darlene. 40 points last year. He's definitely going to, I would hope, hits more. Because I think it's going to be very disappointing if he has like a 20 to 5 point season next year. Mm -hmm. So, definitely hoping for the best for Darlene, as everyone should be. Mm -hmm. Tanker Bank. Linus Allmark takes over the starting job on a full-time basis. I'm tanking that one. No way it's happening. We are on the same wavelength. Yeah. I'm also going to tank on that. Mm-hmm. I don't think Allmark is going to be able to pry the job from Hutton. Mm-hmm. Although, I believe Kruger did say that it's open competition for the starting job. But Allmark, I think Hutton's going to steal it. Allmark can't. He's not consistent enough. He can't keep up with it. The rigors of being a starter. And I think this whole stigma of he's still a young goalie has to die. He's not a young he's goalie. He's 25, 26. I think he is 26, actually. Now it's time. It's do or die for Allmark at this point. You got a. I can't use that analogy here because it's it's naughty, but pooper get off the pot. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, another one. Rasmus Tanker Bank. Rasmus Dalin. Rasmus Ristolainen mm-hmm. is still on the team after the trade deadline. 
see, I don't know what to say because it could. It's going to contradict my my bold prediction. Well, it's a bold prediction. Just because it's a bold prediction doesn't mean you think it's going to happen. Right. That he's still on the team. He's still on the team. After I'm going to bank on that. Real. I'm going to tank mm-hmm. it. I think he, that he will be traded at the at or around the trade deadline. I think he's safe for now. Okay. But if he does have a breakout year. And it starts to his let's say his RAPM charts turn purple. Mm. They're probably going to keep him. Mm-hmm. I would assume because if he does blossom and turn into the player we all hoped he would be five years ago, you got a good defenseman on a decent contract at five point four million. Where does Rasmus Ristolainen rank on the JM scale? On the JM scale, yes. I never pursued actually making the JM mm. scale. Mm. About a five point twenty six. About a five point two. Yeah, okay. five point okay. two. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, a few decimal points. Do you have any here. any tank or bank questions here? I feel like I come up with one. Um. Oh, eh, nothing, nothing ringing. No. All right, that's that's good enough. Yeah, that's good. That's good we, enough. We had four of them. Oh, we forgot to touch on this. Hmm. Red and Black Knight. Yeah. Is that? I think it's January fourth against the Florida Panthers. The Sabers sent out a. I would say a cryptic tweet with a picture of Dominic Hasek wearing the red and black, and they were like, red and black is back. I don't think... I'm not, I don't think they're going to wear... I'm not I, reading I don't into think it. They're going to wear it for, for warm-ups. They're giving away the pennants. Mm-hmm. They're going to wear the red and black for warm-ups. All signs do point to them wearing it in warm-ups, though. Yes, I've, they're not, I've heard, they're not I've just heard gonna... from a couple people that it's going to be... They're going to wear them for warm-ups. Hopefully, it's not just... Hopefully they sell the jerseys. Mm-hmm. Adidas style. They're probably going to be practice jerseys, unfortunately, but it's still an Adidas goat head style practice jersey. Who wore special jerseys for warm-ups last year where I can look this up to see I if mean, it like, would actually... I mean, like, the Kings would do it for, like, cross-promotional things, like Dodgers Night, they do that. Or, like, the Sharks would wear it for, like, you know, the Golden State Warriors or something. Yeah, but were they, like, practice jerseys or were they, like, actually... Well, when the Ducks did it last year, they wore the real thing. They, they, you know, the Ducks wore their actual 2006 third jersey, for example. You know, like they, they, they went, they went all out with it. Was that their 25th anniversary? Yes. Or? There's, I don't think there was any other team that had the opportunity to really do the same thing. Uh, I think this was a first, really, from the Ducks. They were the first team to. I want to really see do this. that. I'm mm. really hoping that. Oh, here we go. Is that it? No, no, that's not it. No, I'm really just hoping that they actually wear the like an actual Adidas version of the goat head, not just a black plain Adidas jersey with different numbers. You know? No, I don't. No, they wouldn't do that. I would hope. I, I'm trying. Oh, here we go. Here we go. That's yeah. That's what the the ducks did. Yeah, that's what the ducks did. But it's I think they're just showing picture. They're not like actual Adidas jerseys. Were they Adidas jerseys or were they just wearing? I think they the were just wearing jerseys. old jerseys. Okay, that makes sense now. Well, I'm gonna look up. Yeah. See here we go. I wonder who. Yeah, oh no, they, they had are, little Adidas. They are patches. Adidas jerseys, but they're not like the. Addy Zero version of it. Well, yeah, they probably Adidas needs their branding on it in mm-hmm. some way, so it was probably just still. I think if they did sell even an updated version of it, if it's not the Addy Zero kind, like a goat head with Jack Eichel on it, mm-hmm. that's gonna sell, and they should. They should know 
better to know that it's going to sell. Mm-hmm. And it's going to sell very well, too. Mm-hmm. Imagine having, like, they're going to do the slug, too, I would assume. They're going to do everything. Do you see the pennants they're giving away? I know. Very cool. Yeah. I wonder if that's going to be for the, the home opener or not. We, I, don't, I haven't heard what they're giving away for the home opener. Probably just the T-shirt. Yeah, I haven't worn my T-shirt since. I don't think I wore it at all, actually. <laughs> the T-shirt that yeah, gave away the last home opener. Because, I mean, I wish they handed you at the door so you could get your size you wanted. Mm-hmm. Because I get to my seat and it's a large. I don't like tight stuff. I need a size higher. I need an extra large. True. So, no, didn't get that. I think you can exchange then, it, though. If You can just go to guest services and get it exchanged. Okay. Then they shrink so easily. Yeah, because they're cheap, cheap yeah, they're shirts. Cheap shirts. But, I mean, why am I complaining? It's free. Yeah, take take the free shirt and run. Yeah, uh, yeah. But before we get into questions, Bob McKenzie just put out his uh, scouting poll for the twenty twenty draft, the top twenty prospects. Uh, number one, no surprise, Alexi Lafreniere. Number two, Quentin Byfield. Three, Lucas Raymond, and he has a tie for fourth place between Cole Perfetti and Alexander Holtz, two of the better goal scorers in the draft. Number six, a goaltender, Yaroslav Askarov. Uh, Craig Button on Askarov. The skill, quickness, sense, calm, and technique to be a potential franchise goalie. He has steely-eyed determination to stare down the best shooters and not blink. We've been talking about... We've talked about Askarov a a few podcasts ago. Mm -hmm. I wonder if the Sabres would consider drafting him. Because Askarov seems like, at this point, he is a sure bet to be a franchise goal. He's played in two VHL or MHL games. I forget which league he's in. But shutouts in both games. I think it's an MHL. What's that? MHL. Yes, MHL. Okay. Yeah, shutouts in both games. Uh, number seven, Hendricks Lapierre. Uh, quick playmaker, two-way center. I really like him. He was the first overall pick in the Quebec League draft That's a couple a years back. That's a sick name. Hendricks Lapierre. Mm-hmm. Very good game. He he has like a Mario Lemieux. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah, got like the legendary French uh, yeah, Canadian. Yeah, Hendrix Lapierre. Jamie Drysdale. There's your first defenseman at eight. Right-handed shot from the Erie Otters. I really like him a lot. Number nine, Anton Lundell. I think this is a little low for Anton Lundell. He was I, he really stood out for me uh, more so than Capocacco at some points at the World Juniors last year. Uh, another defenseman at number ten, Justin Baron. Uh, another right shot D from the Halifax Mooseheads. Halifax just continuing to uh, supply the draft with many high-end t- top 10 picks, too. Not one this year, I don't think, though. Uh, Dylan Holloway, he played in the BCHL last year, and he's going to Wisconsin with the likes of uh, Alex Turcott and Cole Caulfield. He's going to be a nice player. A Marco, lot of good talent. Marco Rossi, an Austrian-born center, playing in the OHL with Ottawa. I really like him. Number 13, Rodian Amirov. I've yet to watch him play. Sounds like an element. <laughs> he does, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he, I hear really good things about him. I'm going to try and watch one of his games very soon. Isn't Rodium an element? Maybe. I, don't I think know. it is. Chemistry. It's been a minute since I had to take a <laughs> chemistry class. Uh, number 14, Tim Stutzel, a German-born left winger. He's going to play for Mannheim in the DEL. Another defenseman, Braden Schneider. Looks like another right-handed shot, so lots of right-shot defensemen. And we'll just go over the top 15. Number 18, Noel Gundler. He seems like he's very low. Caden Gooley at 19. And a guy who I really like, Jeremy Poirier at 20. 
uh, left-hand shot defenseman. I really like him. He'd be a nice pickup for the Buffalo Sabres. But now we're going to get into some questions. Do you have anything to say on the draft before we get into questions? No, the BCHL has been producing a lot of talent. Cal mm-hmm. McCarr. You were hyping up Cal McCarr the first season of this show. I loved Cal McCarr. The Brooks Bandits. Mm-hmm. I remember watching his highlights just thinking, like, oh, my God. Yeah. He would have been... Nice. Brooks won the BCHL championship this year, did they not? Maybe. I'm, I'm not totally positive, though. I should have got the champions edition of the Hockey News. Because that would have tell, that would have told me, mm-hmm. probably. Or I could just do a Google search. The wow. Oh, man. Come on. Here we go. The questions. Here we go. First one. If it will load. Hmm. If the Sabres were, were able to ship out Marco Scandella with half of his salary retained, where do you think he would end up? And would the return be more than a washing machine? That comes from Steven. <laughs> I still feel like they would be able to get like a fifth-round pick for Marco Scandella. Not too long ago, Scandella had value to the point where the Minnesota Wild were like, hey, let's make a ridiculous side deal with the Vegas Golden Knights so we can protect all of our defensemen. And then they ended up trading Scandella anyways to Buffalo in the Bombardville deal. Maybe like the Flyers or something. I could see that. They're still stacking up on defense. And Chuck Fletcher used to be his general manager. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see a team like Montreal, too, because Montreal really coveted Scandella around yeah. the same time the Sabres traded for him. So I can see that. I think they would get more than a washing machine if they traded him, though. Uh, from our friend Bill, should I set up a TCB stream to let the folks see sweet whoopings delivered to Luke on NHL 20? You see, Bill and I, I don't know why he wants to he wants to whoop me now. We laid the smack down on people in three-on-threes in NHL 19, okay? So I think the people want to see that more. I'm on Xbox now, so I can join your threes. That's right. Mm-hmm. TCB club. Yep. Yeah, Charging look Buffaloes. Out. Look out. <laughs> Uh, another question from one of our friends, Curtis. Dark horse to make the roster out of camp that wasn't on the team last year. I'm going to go with Jacob Bryson. <laughs> yeah, you took it out of my mouth. Um, I'm going with uh, Rasmus Asplund. As- we were talking about mm-hmm. Asplund nauseum last year. I, I want Asplund to make the team. I don't think he's going to make the team. I, it's very sad there's just too many veteran forwards that I think they're going to be loyal to. Because I, I got to cool it on the Matepecar train. I don't think. I think it's very – the hype is just too much for Matepecar. I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to happen. Uh, John Krieger, does the Swedish line of Marcus Johansson, Rasmus Asplund, and Victor Olofsson make the Sabres roster as the third line? I think – I would like that. I don't know – I. Would love to see it happen. Mm. I just don't think Aswin's gonna make it. He should make it. He's not going to though. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I just don't see it. Yeah. But that would be really cool to have an all Swedish third line, having a guy like Marcus Johansson be a mentor for the young Swedes in Aswin mm-hmm. and Olafson. Mm-hmm. He he mentioned them uh, in an interview. I don't remember what the exact uh, quote was, but he said something about them like all of them speaking Swedish or something with one another. Uh, I remember Eichel was talking about that last year, how uh, uh, Patrick Berglund was the godfather or something like yeah, that. They called yeah. him the godfather. I think we even put that in uh, an episode That was before year. the season It started, was before the yeah. season when mm-hmm. the hype was real. Yep. 
Uh, last question here from Ken. In an ideal world, who gets waived? I'm going to say Marco Scandala and uh, Vladimir Saboka. Just uh, Scott Wilson. I know you really love Scott Wilson, but I just don't see it. Johan Larson. Johan. Eh, Larson's. I would want him to Is be Larson a slightly point, less evil in Gergensen at to this, you? Yes. At this point in time, I would prefer that they keep Larson as the fourth line center. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Any other wave wave guys for you here before we close out? No. Sabotka. Did you see this? The Sabres put this on their Instagram story. It is a navy blue background with a jersey outline and then a crossed sword in the middle. That's bizarre. What does that mean? Why would they post that? You know? When was this? Was today? It was about four hours ago. What does that mean? What does it mean? Could it mean nothing? Are they bringing back the Butter Knives logo? That's bizarre. It just doesn't make sense. Hmm. Creepy. It's interesting. It's very interesting. Go if you don't follow the Sabers on Instagram. I'm sure most of you are. They posted this on their story. Go check it out. See what we're talking about. But it just seems really. Oh well, look look what they're doing here. It looks like they have a series of graphics. Oh man, I see. I see it. Look. Yeah, because you can you can highlight your stories on Instagram. Yeah, and there's and it's like under presentation. So there's preseason highlights. Preseason, yes. Wallpapers and goals and all the same design style. It's all that background. And yeah. It would have been nice if they brought back the butter knives a little yeah. bit. But anyways, uh, I think that's all we got for this episode of the Charging Buffalo Podcast. We weren't even going to record today, but we realized that preseason was starting tonight. Preseason games were starting tonight, so we wanted to get an episode out for you guys. You know what's funny? They messed up the Roman numerals in the address in their bio. It's a capital I and then two lowercase i's. Instead of, instead Leave of, it to the Sabres to mess yeah. up something as simple as that. Yeah. But yeah, if you enjoyed, let us know. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Charging Buffalo. At the Charging Buff, not Buffalo, sorry. Uh, f- follow us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify Don't so you don't miss an episode of the podcast and if you did miss an episode you can always just head over to the chargingbuffalo.net it's all archived all of the episodes are archived right there at the podcast tab and if you're ever bored and you're like hey I want to know what's going on on during the winning streak usually when we reference the the archived podcast we're like go back to the rough times all the yeah. good times yeah, go, go back and listen to November 20, 2018 when the Sabres were good mm-hmm. yeah so that's all there for you uh, follow us on Twitter as well, Joe TCB NHL LVKE TCB for Luke, and what else? Oh, follow our sponsors, Justdition, on Twitter and Instagram as well at Justdition Hockey and JustditionHockey.com as well. Use code TCB at checkout for ten percent. So yes, we'll be back next week to recap some of the preseason games. If they're, I, I know some of them are actually on TV this year too, which was. Step in the right direction, considering that it's 2019 now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's all we have for this episode. We'll be back next week, and we'll see you in the next one. 